Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And good morning, Lakeshore. Welcome back to the program. Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning, Terry. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent, Jeff. Today we are talking about the Child and Dependent Care Credit. We are. So as the cost of daycare continues to increase, did you know that there's an IRS credit that may be able to offset some of those expenses? It's called, like Terry said, the Child and Dependent Care Credit. So who is actually eligible to take this credit? So it's more than what you would think. So, you know, in general, you have to have a qualified individual, but a qualified individual can be a lot of different things. It can be a dependent child that's under the age of 13, but it can also be maybe a spouse who's mentally or physically handicapped and can't take care of themselves, and you need somebody to come in and take care of those to that individual or other disabled individuals. So the qualified individual is not, you would think of just as a child. Okay. The other thing is that there's some other rules that you have to you know, essentially meet, and that is that the parent must have earned income, or if they're married, both parents have to have earned income. Okay. Um, and so the credit then is gonna be based off of what they call qualified expenses. And those qualified expenses um, are basically just the cost of daycare um, or the cost that you pay a, a, a care provider. But the nice thing is is that it's only, it, it qualifies whether the parent is working or whether they're looking for work. So in case the people were, they're unemployed, they can use this credit for any expenses that they have while they're looking for work. So how can a family take advantage of these tax savings then? There's really two ways. So the first one is they can take a tax credit on their tax return, or they can use their employer-sponsored cafeteria plan, kind of the Section 125 plan. Um, but what I see is people do a lot of a combination of both. Okay. So how much money can actually someone uh, save by taking this credit? Are we talking um, good dollars here? Absolutely. So it really depends on kind of where your income level is. So if you take the credit, the credit is between 20 and 35% of the qualified expenses. And the qualified expenses are like $3,000, up to $3,000 for one child or 6,000 for two. So if you have a, you know, a 35% credit on $6,000 worth of expenses, that gets to a pretty nice number. Absolutely. Oh, okay, yeah, so I was gonna ask you here, you know, would you recommend uh, the credit or would you recommend using the cafeteria plan? So with the, with the uh, um, cafeteria plan, that's usually the better way to go. So if you use the credit, it's only a credit against your income tax. Like I said, somewhere between 20 and 35%. But if you use the cafeteria plan, you can actually reduce your taxable income by not only the income tax, but also Social Security and Medicare, which is you know about 7.6%, 7.65%. Um, so a lot of times the cafeteria plan is the better way to go. Now that's assuming that your employer offers a cafeteria plan that you're able to run these expenses through. The other nice thing is that you know the credit is limited if you have one, or the, the expenses are limited if you have one child to $3,000 maximum expenses. But with the cafeteria plan, you can reduce your income by up to $5,000 for one child. So normally, okay. the, uh, the cafeteria plan is a better option. But that being said, a lot of people use a combination of both. Now, I would imagine that uh, there's planning that can be done ahead of time, correct? There is. So it really depends on your income level. It seems like from our calculations, the lower your income level, the better it may be to take the credit. The higher your income level, the better it is to take the um, cafeteria plan from your employer. The, the nice thing is, is that it's a, it's a pretty easy calculation, 
but people should do it because people are leaving a lot of money on the table. Sure, absolutely. Jeff, how do people get a hold of Hawkins Ash CPAs? You can reach us on our website, hawkinsashcpas.com, and go to the section called CPAHQ. And of course, there's always the standbys of Twitter and Facebook. Absolutely. Jeff, thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at hawkinsashcpas.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.